Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Magic of leaves, the sacred leaves, they can be used basically for any situation in life. And I guess that the, the key point is to understand that everything in life is magic or can become magical. Welcome to the Liberated Healer podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your host, Gina, offering wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hi, everybody. This is Gina Cavalier, and this is the Liberated Healer Podcast. Thanks for being with us today. And today we have Diego Ochosi. Hi. How are you? Hi, Gina. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who's listening and watching us. And thank you once again for all your patience with the internet and all IT trouble we had to, to be here today. It's an honor to be here in the show. Yes, wonderful. I mean, you're coming from Brazil, and I always love coming from different areas because it's so, you know, worldwide and really interesting to get the different, you know, information from different parts of the world. And you're chief of uh, Kimbanda uh, or yeah. Bishop. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about your history and what that kind of means? Well, uh, actually, there are Kimbanda and, and Orishas, the t- traditions or Candomblé, as we call in Brazil. It's, uh, there are two different religions that, in my point of view, they complement each other. Because uh, Candomblé or any other Orishas traditions, as we have the Voodoo tradition in, the, in Haiti, as we, ha- as we have the Ifa in Lukumi in Cuba and in all over Africa, but basically, Orisha's traditions and Orisha's religions, they worship, we worship the nature forces. So we have gods and goddesses that represent all, all powers of nature. So the Orishas are the, the, the powers of nature, the forces of nature. We have the Orishas, the Orisha of te- technology, the Orisha of communication, the Orisha of thunder, the Orisha of the woods, the Orisha of the rivers. So every, uh, every force, every natural element, every natural uh, force, and every potential that a human being can develop is, uh, is related or is uh, commanded by an, by an Orisha. And they are, uh, they are deities, they are gods and goddesses. On the other hand, Kimbanda is a spiritual cult, a spiritual religion that deals directly with the souls of the deceased with honorable, uh, honorable dads, with uh, spirits that have the power 
to and actually have the capacity to come back from death throughout the phenomenon of uh, embodiment. So uh, in, during a, a, a Kimbanda session, during a Kimbanda uh, r- ritual, the priest or the mediums, they lost their conscience and they are possessed by the spirits. So when I minister in a Kimbanda session, when I speak, when I act, when I eat, when every, everything I do during a, a Kimbanda session, it's not me, but actually the spirit that takes my conscience. So when I say that one thing completes another, it's exactly that every spirit has, every, every, every one of us alive now, we have our own faiths, but we believe in a higher power. We believe in a, a higher God or goddesses or plurals. But we are spirits embodied in a flesh and bone body, and we have our own faith. We believe in a higher power. And Kimbanda deals with our our own spirits after death. And each one of these spirits have their own their, their own faith. And then we have a cult or a religion that deals with the spirits, with with what we are, and is embraced by another religion that is the, the Orishas traditions that deals with deities from, from nature. So one thing completes another. And I'm a priest in both religions. And when you do a Kambana session, what mm-hmm. are most people coming to you for? Is it for healing, like physical or, uh, you know, what, what are we, how's that process? The, the major uh, subject, the, the major subject of, of people in a Kimbanda session, we have basically most people looking for uh, for work, for prosperity, for wealth, uh, solutions, or poverty issues, and look, that's uh, that's the the two basic points we have: uh, money and love. But of course, we have a lot of a lot of people that comes to us to uh, to treat health issues that have some uh, spiritual background. And that can be treated like that. I'm a proof of this of this kind of magic. I'm alive now because of magic. I was <clears throat> I, I was born with a uh, incurable disease, but it has a spiritual background, a spiritual reason of of being. And I was uh, diagnosed with this disease when I was two years old. And all doctors that well, I was I was in and out of the hospitals from two years old until my seven to eight years and the doctors all said that I wasn't I wouldn't uh, leave after seven or eight years old and the truth is here I am 37 now so I have 30 30 years more than the doctor says and uh, I am I'm alive now because of the spirits I'm alive now because magic treats some some and this is important magic treats some diseases and only diseases that that have uh, spiritual uh, reasons or spiritual backgrounds of happening. So this is one thing that uh, we must always uh, enforce: that no matter what magic uh, magic tradition you are, no matter what religion you you believe in, no matter no matter what god or goddess or spirit or anything that you believe in, if you have a disease, you must go to a doctor. And you must follow what the doctor says, and you must take your uh, your vaccines. You must take your medicines, and also, and this is the, the the key of health magic, of healing magic. 
and also do the rituals, do the magic so that the spirits or the, or, or the deities can uh, interfere, can, uh, I'm losing the best word in English here, but they can uh, act along with, with the doctor. And sometimes maybe the doctor is not looking, uh, it's not finding the, the disease root, the disease uh, origin. It's not uh, understanding what's happening with their body and this magical action, this magical influence of spirits and gods throughout a healing spell. It can make the doctor see something or you can do some kind of uh, exam and uh, that di didn't show any, anything until that. And you do the ritual and poof, there your doctor can see the disease, but you must go with along with the spiritual and the, the physical healing and, and spiritual and physical uh, doctors. Yeah, because it's mind, body, and spirit. And exactly. And then also, I mean, you have a book here, The Sacred Leaves, which I've had. <laughs> and this is the third volume. This is a huge volume with uh, volumes one, two, and three that were released in Brazil as separate books. Yoelan did an amazing job taking the, the uh, original trilogy that was released in Brazil and creating a one bigger book with all the content from The Power of Leaves, The Magic of Leaves, and The Secret of Leaves. These are the titles of origin, origin books in Portuguese. And here we have Sacred Leaves, A mm. Magical Guide to Orisha's Herbal Witchcraft. Yeah, I love this title. I, I, I <laughs> love the title that, that Llewellyn gave in English. It's amazing. And, you know, that's really interesting because I've ha had some health things and had to go you know, the doctor route as well, but I, I always coupled it with spirituality work. And, you know, I always felt a, a com combined transformation when I did that together. And if, if at any time I was sick and I didn't really feel the energy to do a spiritual engagement, it just, I, I took a long time to get better. So what kind of kidney, I know you said you had a kidney disease when you were young. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, just let me look on Google for the for the right translation for it in English. So you, have, you have great English, by the way. And, um, you know, I just, I, you know, I really want to commend you for the work that you're doing to reach, you know, inside the borders. And also I he heard you got married recently. Is that correct? Uh, no, <laughs> I married for 10 years now. <laughs> Okay, well, I thought I saw a ceremony, and then maybe it, I. Well. Oh no! This the pictures in Instagram. No, they are they are pictures from me uh, receiving some high degrees in Kimbanda. Oh, okay. What? Well, so yeah, what, yeah. What was that all about? So yeah, because uh, we have some. Uh, we have basically we have three three uh, initial degrees in Kimbanda. So we have f uh, first degree of initiation where you take a first step and. Well, you get initiated and you start to, to get to knowing things and, and being a part of Kimbanda. Then you get the, the second degree a few years later when you're uh, kind of a how priest. You, you were entitled a priest, but you didn't start your own temple. You don't, ha you don't uh, uh, lead your own community yet, but you have all priest's uh, knowledge and rights and everything like that. Then we have the third degree when you start your own temple, you start taking care of people and looking for it for your community. And after this, this third degree, 
we can achieve some uh, fourth, uh, fifth, and sixth degree. This is a long journey until you are uh, allowed to perform a magic as uh, strong and hard as uh, as that. Yeah. That's really hard for me to, to swallow. There was a book released by Inner Traditions last year that explained in details all, all this Kimbanda tradition. It's called uh, Traditional Brazilian Black Magic. I'll try to look for the for the cover here. Why don't we Let's get into some of the herbal, like how, because it's sacred leaves. So obviously it's about nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, sacred leaves is a, uh, as, as we spoke before, it's a huge volume, a, a one, one, one volume. Uh, how is the word in English? It's a, well, it's a single book that uh, groups my three first books released in Brazil. So it all started with uh, the first volume, The Power of Leaves. I never imagined writing a trilogy, uh, nevertheless, uh, publishing this in a, in a foreign country. It's amazing. So the, the whole thing starts with the first, the, first third, the first third of the book, which goes from, well, chapter one until, uh, until we have... Almost the first hundred pages of the book are the the first volume of the trilogy, the trilogy in Portuguese, and the the whole point here, the whole point of Sacred Leaves book, is to teach people how to uh, how to awake the leaves power, the, the the inner power of leaves and seeds and fruits and flowers and every every kind of uh, plant that we can find understand how, uh, what's their power, what, uh, what power they carry within and how they relate one another. And this is one, one thing that uh, amazes me when we're talking about Orisha's herbal magic, magic or Orisha's herbal witchcraft is that we understand the plants as not human beings, but as living beings. Yeah, we, under, we understand plants as living beings and they almost relate one to another just like we relate one to another. So when we're, we're going to prepare a, a herbal bath or a smoke to, to, uh, to a place or a, uh, a uh, floor washing with uh, herbal, herbal water, any, any kind of herbal ritual, we must marry the leaves. And this is amazing. We must understand if that leaf has a male or a female uh, the, uh, male or female vibration, found the word, <laughs> a male or a female vibration, what, uh, what's the, this vibration strength so we can marry a male, uh, male leaf with a, uh, a strong a male leaf with a, uh, 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 sorry, losing the words here, uh, a strong with a, what's the opposite of strong? I lost of English. That makes sense though. So, and, and, and yeah, we, we don't lose for this because, but the, the so the, the whole idea of the, the first hundred pages of the book is to teach people how to use African herbal magic, Orisha's herbal witchcraft in their day-to-day -day life. So how to identify the, the powers of a plant, how to awake this inner power, because when you grab a, a leaf in, in the street or in the wood, or when you buy some, some flower in the, in the market, it's basically a plant. It's not a magical element. It's a living being. It's a vegetable, a vegetable okay, but it's, it, it doesn't have its 
magical power awakened yet. So there are some uh, magical guides, guides to tell this plant, to literally sing to the plant and say what you want this plant to achieve. What magic power do you, you want to awake in, in this uh, in the in the the but the, the bunch of power that is uh, that specific plant can can achieve uh so this is all uh the the, the main idea of the this first part of the book to how to identify how to combine one plant to another how to create your own magic recipes based in african uh herbal magic in orisha's herbal witchcraft and how to uh sing to enchant how to identify, to understand its power, how to combine one leaf to another and create your own, uh, your own recites. So the first third of the book, it's all about African magic, all about Orisha's herbal witchcraft. That's, that's it. When we, when we understand, when we learn how to identify a plant power, a leaf, a leaf's power, we will learn that it has five different parameters to define if this leaf is uh, positive or negative, it's a male or female, it's a, a cold or, a, or a, a hot leaf. And these magical parameters is, is exactly what's going to uh, be used to create your own recites. So the last part of the book, it's a herbal dictionary. All these five par uh, parameters are detailed for 360, 365 different species. And uh, and species that can be found all over the world. So, oh, but Diego, you published in Brazil. Uh, we're afraid that we'll only have leaves uh, in uh, the recipes or the dictionary with leaves that can be found in South America. And no, we took care of uh, translating the the uh, common names of plants found throughout the world. Uh, we have the uh, scientific name of the plant. So if you don't have the if you don't know that common name. You can always look for the scientific name in Google or uh, do some quick research and found uh, and and find out how this plant is called in your country or in, on your estate or something like this. So the last part of the book is a plant dictionary, a magical plants dictionary that will teach you what to use. So first part is how to cook. I, I like to to make this comparison with uh, with cooking with a. Uh, uh, gastronomy yeah. and first part of the book will teach you how to cook the last part of the book will teach you what to use what ingredients to use what is the the purpose the, the function and the power of each ingredient and exactly the the middle of the book so in between the power of leaves the first the first third and the magic of leaves the, the dictionary we have the secret of leaves where we leave a little bit aside the African traditions and take a look to a lot of other esoterical, mystical, and magical traditions that deals and work with plants. So we're talking, we will talk about Feng Shui from uh, China and Japan. We're going to talk about Indian uh, magic and gypsy magic for uh, the, the, pot, uh, the plant pots and how to create a magical garden in your, in your home how to do uh, a magical kitchen, how to create a magical kitchen, how to do uh, magical cookery, and a lot of day-to-day -day rituals that day-to-day uh, 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 
habits that we have that can be turned out, uh, that, that can be turned in magical rituals if we learn how to awake these powers, how to choose the right flower to, uh, to decorate our home, how to choose the right plant to put in, our, uh, in, the, in, in the gate of our, uh, of our garden, something like this. Yeah, because I'm looking at the dictionary you have back here. So, for example, when it's setting up because, you know, uh, it's holidays coming up, it brings strength and courage to face challenges. It's male, the ruling Orisha is Wagoon, cultures, Earth. So, I can see that now. And then you have other ones that help with cleansing, used in recipes to discharge any negative energy, attract prosperity, wealth, happiness, bring confidence in your words. It's different. These are all different things that they help with. Some of them are helping to overcome pain of loss and death, which I think is interesting. Help to react well in the face of grief and disgust for spiritual cleansing, which is, which I think is really interesting because, you know, it seems like there's, a, you know, anything that's going on in your life, you can kind of lean exactly. in, even if it's something that serious, like a, a loss exactly. or, or a death. And yeah. Uh, it, if, if we think that all pharmaceutical industry searches in, in nature for leaves and seeds and fruits and roots that can perform a, a, uh, a pharmaceutical healing, we will understand that all disease has a energetic, uh, an energetical uh, equal, you know what I mean? And uh, of course, we won't heal a body disease only by a herbal bath or for doing some, some smoke, but especially when we're talking about emotional issues or uh, hard, hard times in life. So as, as, as someone in Greece, uh, you, you can always work with the, the herbal bath to cleanse the energy and you can use some perfume magic or essential oils to increase self-esteem and uh, uh, balance the low, the low vibration emotions with a higher vibration one. So leaves can be used, the magic of leaves, the sacred leaves, they can be used basically for any situation in life. Yeah. And I guess that the, the key point is to understand that Everything in life is magic or can become magical. Yes. And the thing we can look for a feeling as, as someone in greed. Oh, that's just a hard feeling. It's sad. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Okay. But what energies are, are ruling that moment? And how can we balance these energies so that the emotion will transform itself? And I see even you have garlic skin here. And it says... Yeah. Besides those harmful spirits and energies, which makes me feel like get rid of the energy vampires. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. If if, if we think about uh, all magical and mystical traditions in the world, they gave different names for basically the same situations. Yeah. So we have uh, energetic vampires. We have this uh, egun, as we call in, in Orisha's traditions, which are the... Uh, souls of the deceased that uh, just do harm and that are that they are they are hungry, so they need to energe- energetically feed from some someone or some or, or somewhere. And garlic is an an amazing uh, healing uh, plant for 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 this kind of vampires. Yes, 
So if you're feeling this energy, say in a workplace that you don't have control over, like in your home, maybe you have more control of where you put things or how you do things, but say you have to go to an office. Mm -hmm. um, I had recently had to go to an office that I literally felt was full of energy vampires really bad. I would get the like little hairs in the back of my neck when I walked mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you, like uh like a perfume or something yeah you can if, if if it smells good you can use as a perfume or as a uh i don't know the i really don't know the word in english but in Brazil we have some small jewels that you can put essential oils inside and you can carry this in a necklace like a crystal. Uh, yeah like a like a crystal that you can uh put essential oils on uh in, in the case of garlic it doesn't smell as good, so you won't use a, a garlic perfume, but, but you can take a few garlic uh, garlic pieces inside your bag or in, in the pocket of your shirt and get uh, protected from these uh, energetical vampires, these drains, these uh, energy drains that we we are subjected to this. I, I always like to get some uh, one, one example that uh, a, car, a, a car accident, for example. We don't know when it will happen, where this will happen, and we must uh, go to somewhere. We are just passing on the street and boom, a, a car crashes uh, uh, near of us and someone dies in that accident. Of course, that will be a very hard and damageful uh, energy there. And if we're not protected, we can, we can be uh, attacked for this, 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 this bad energy. So we can always take some uh, 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 rosemary leaves inside a bag or a rosemary uh, perfume. We can have, there is a, a, a leaf that I love to use. Just let me look for the English name of this. It's called rue. I love to use rue. 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 Argue. Yeah. Okay. Rue leaves for uh, this kind of... Uh, unavoidable energies that we must deal in the, in the day-to-day -day life. So you can grab a roll, uh, a roll, uh, piece like this and put inside your wallet or put inside your bag or put inside the, the shirt pocket. And it will, it will almost create a, a bubble of protection around you. And this is amazing to, to for this day-to-day -day bad energies that we need to face. So there are a lot of things that we can discreetly do or use without having to create a huge ritual. And this is something that Sacred Leaves uh, teaches in the tales and that I love about doing uh, herbal magic is that when we talk about magic rituals, usually we think about a huge space with candles and a, huge, uh, a whole preparation uh, before, during, and after the ritual, all a, a, a lot of stuff. Yes, but herbal witchcraft, you know, especially Orisha's herbal witchcraft, it's simple as taking a a, a rule and put it inside your pocket. You know, oh, that's pretty you cool. Take that. Uh, I'll, I'll take my lighter, for example. <laughs> Imagine this is a rule, a rule, uh, a rule leaf. You just need to learn how to awake the rule power, because if you grab the rule from from the tree and it's only a a green leaf. Okay. Yeah. How you say to this leaf what you want it to, to do in your life. How you sing to enchant. And this is the, 
the name of a chapter in the book that is the core of Orisha's herbal witchcraft. How you sing to enchant and say to that leaf, oh, rule leaf, I want you to protect me from uh, evil that I cannot see and from uh, hard, hard feelings that I cannot avoid, for example. Uh -huh. You create a song saying this to the plant. You literally uh -huh. sing for the plant. And then it understands, it awakes its inner power, and then you make that leaf become some, a magical artifact. And I then you and go live. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So the it's, trees like want to communicate with us and they want to help us. Exactly. Exactly. And want us want to help and, teach things. Exactly. And they're all open to hear what we wish they do. Yeah. But we must learn how to say this. Yeah. You know, there are some uh, some musical rules from uh, just like uh, rhyme, the the activation uh, activation verb, repetition in a in a in in the song. How you compose this magical song, this enchantment, this this rules is uh, how to create your enchantments. It, it's a whole chapter in the book just to teach people how to compose these enchantments. Once once you get that, you can enchant everything around you. Oh, that's kind of neat. So when you go on a walk, you could just kind of sing the songs and like look at the essence of different trees that you're walking, yeah. things like that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And then do the Orishas come in and just kind of, I had a ocean come in on a, a thing that I was doing and I started working with her a little bit and she kind of came to me, but I didn't even honestly know her, about her yet i had to learn about her what she liked and things like that so do they just kind of open themselves up to you if he sometimes and show up or what do you think about so that stuff yeah some, something something like this something like this i used to, to explain that uh the different from the christian god there is uh omniscient uh omnipresent omnish uh well all this omni in English, I, I won't know how to to uh, to say that, but all that uh, they know it all, uh, are, uh, is is everywhere, knows it all, and can uh, can do everything. But the 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 Christian God is basically open for everyone. He takes care of everyone, and at the same time, he doesn't take care of anyone. Because when he when he's he's all open, oh, I am the god of everyone. He doesn't take care of someone specifically. It's a it, it's so broader, so general general that we we lose this this personal contact with yes. this this all omniscient god. The Orishas they are all open to hear us, but they don't to, to use the right words they don't care to take care of those who don't look for them mm -hmm. and that's the key of course if you become initiated in a Risha tradition this will create a, a strongest and eternal bond between you and your personal Risha and this is something that can literally change a life for for the best that someone can live yeah. but a non-initiated can create this relationship with the Orishas by understanding that the rain 
is Ayurisha. That the trees, that the roads, that the communication, the, 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 the power of communication is an Orisha. It's called yeah. the Shu. It's, the, it's an Orisha called the Shu. He's the God of communication. So when you, you see that all around you is magical and there is a deity taking care of everything around, you can connect with it. Yeah. You can connect with this God, with this goddess, with this Orishas. And then you can sing for a tree while you're passing by in the street, asking the trees in the street to take care of the meeting you, you're going to or the family reunion. Just like you can, you, you can sing for the ingredients when you're, uh, when you're cooking. Oh, that's really neat. And that, that's how you create a magical cookery, uh, a magical kitchen, for example. Well, you're, you just said family reunion, and I, that resonated with me because I'm going to like, like a family reunion in Ireland. And um, my guides have been telling me that the green, they call it Heart Chakra Island. Because the green is so rich in healing that it helps heal your heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think the green, you know, of all the trees and the land and stuff like that is really healing. And I'm definitely really excited about that. But I have a, I'm really interested in about just in general about salt because salt is the mm -hmm. first thing people talk about when you're like, put salt on your door or add salt to the, what do you, what, what's your, uh, your knowledge about that salt is a yeah salt is a very tricky ingredient and uh well yeah uh the the the, the common salt i don't know the, the right word in english but the kitchen the salt we, we usually do, uh, use in kitchen that uh definitely uh takes the uh, demons away uh to take all the evil away there is some uh voodoo and hoodoo practices that you put some uh salt in the indoors or in the windows to keep the, the the bad energies away that's that's true and that really works the thing is that salt is a very strong ingredient and if you use salt for any kind of ritual you must balance this it, it, it's it, it's force its power with some sweetness and mm -hmm. that's the key so oh you want to protect your home with a do uh, with a salt uh barrier yeah okay that works that that's true but you need to put a lot of uh sweeteners rituals inside your inside your place because it's going to drain the good and the bad energy and that's the the, the secret of salt especially coarse uh coarse salt the the is, is that, uh, uh, I'm saying this right? Quartz. Okay. Uh -huh. So, corso. This is very, uh, very uh, dangerous. Okay. Dangerous. Dang yeah. Corso is very dangerous because it's a very, very, very strong cleanser. And when I say very, 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 it means that it's, yeah, it will take all bad energies away, but will also take all good energies away. It's going to reset you. It's going to drain you. And when you use quartz salt in a, in a ritual, you must immediately do a, another ritual to, to put back the energy it took. So uh, people in Brazil have the, 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 the habit of taking quartz salt baths. And I say, don't do this. Unless you really know what you're doing, please don't do this. 
Oh, but it's not going to do it to take uh, the, the bad energy away. Yeah, this will. And we'll also take all the good energy and you'll become a, a open door for any kind of energy. So that's just because, uh, you know, in a lot of our local stores, we have, you know, they'll have the, the salt baths with the lavender. And I even have it in my bathroom. And um, mm-hmm. I was thinking about using it. And, and for lately, I was like, I didn't want to use it because I feel like I don't need it. So you're saying when you do a bath with that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you take away all the, all the bad, but also all the good. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. To, you can do that. Now you, you have to add something sweet. Yeah, you if you take if you take a bath like that, you need to immediately after that bath take another bath of uh of uh, sweetener and of uh, sweet leaves or perfume leaves or a as uh, we usually call this uh, sweet uh, sweet ingredients, not not exactly sugar, but this uh, prosperity, love, peace, or harmony uh, potentials, because you need to put some energy back. You took the coarse salt, it took all all out of you. You're at an open window for anything that passes by. So you need to occupy that. Yeah, you need to occupy that place. You've set an energy void. So now you need to put what you want in place. So you took the bath. Don't dry yourself. Don't don't get out of the shower. Just take another bath with uh, positive uh, leaves with a, uh, well, with your positive goal. So that you put something back. I really uh, don't. Uh, how is the word? I I, I don't recommend okay. corn salt. Yeah, unless you really need. There is. There are sometimes we are very very. Uh, uh, we're we're uh, yeah. very in bad need. with in need. Yeah. Uh, okay. For example, I, I I just lost my uh, mother-in-law last week. And we had to, of course, we needed to go to the cemetery. We need to go to the, called the, the, the death rituals that every person goes through. Yeah. And when I came back home after the, the, the barrier, the, the, you know, after burying her, well, I was inside the cemetery dealing with a dead body, taking the, the coffin and put, and helping to put this on the ground. I, I, I dealt with a lot of heavy energies. She wasn't a bad person, uh, on the contrary, but all the context, all the environment brought a lot of heavy energies on me. So that was the first time in, I guess, five or seven years that I took a core salt bath. You know, this is a very specific situation. It was, I needed a hard ritual, a strong cleansing. So I took the core salt and immediately after that, I, I took a rosemary bath. Because I wanted to balance balance the energy and balance my emotions. We were, of course, uh, sad because she, she, she passed away. We needed to balance our emotions so life needs to go on. So that's so the, the... That's how the I... Because I was told to take a rosemary bath by my guide. So now I understand. So would Rose... Would, is, are you saying rosemary is a good second bath to take? Yeah. Yeah, I love rosemary, and uh, I also uh, have a uh, chapter dedicated to rosemary in the sacred yes. leaves because I I understand that rosemary is a 
uh, I guess that Joker my, uh, it would be the the best word in English. Just let me confirm this. <laughs> well, yeah, a Joker, like the the in the in the card games where you have that card that can do anything anytime. That yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. So okay, so uh, Rosemary is a Joker leaf because it can fulfill any desire any kind of goal and can be used alone so if you don't have any other leave in hands if you don't have any other ingredient and you need to put some energy some good energy in in somewhere you can take rosemary and do a bath do a cleansing or grab a, a rosemary uh a piece in your in your in, in your bag or something like this i love the the flexibility of rosemary there are some uh, there are a lot of other plants that have strongest Specific, specific powers. So when you're creating a uh, new job, bath, you're going to a to a uh, to a meeting, looking for a new job, and you're going to meet the the uh, the, uh, the company's director, and yeah. then you can create a specific ritual, a specific bath with uh, shining uh, shining leaves. So you must be seen. You must be uh, you must enchant that. That person to to be selected for the job, you need to uh, you can put some uh, wealth and prosperity herbs, so you can grab, uh, so you can uh, look for a a bigger salary or something like this. But so for specific situations, you can you you should always look for specific ingredients. But in general, in day to day life, rosemary does it all. And you see secret leaves. I mean, are you also work with flowers in here, or is it mostly just yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uh, I you personally, I don't 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 have the the habit of working with flowers. I I like to and and I I live in in the middle of the woods. Of course, this is a scenario, but yeah. <laughs> this is a background scenario. But I I live in a country in in the countryside of Brazil, and I literally live in the middle of woods, so I have easy access to leaves more than, than flowers, but people in uh, urban uh, environments, in cities, and, uh, well, in, in, in the market, you can easily find uh, flowers instead of leaves. So, yeah, in the dictionary, especially in the magical dictionary of the book, I have a lot of flowers listed there. So you can have daisies. Daisies are amazing for happiness and, and friendship rituals. Uh, roses, of course. Red roses for passions, for passion. Uh, white roses for peace and and harmony. Uh, yellow roses for uh, communication and and personal shining. So there are so usually the the most common flowers have the biggest powers. Yeah, and I like that you have the the language, the secret language as well. You know which. In here, so. yeah, there's a, a little part we say uh, Yoruba dictionary. Yoruba is the the Orisha's uh, language. The it's, it's actually an African language that is uh, used by Orisha's religions and Orisha's practitioners. So when you're going to create your enchantment, you can either choose to uh, write this enchantment in English or in in other language that you that you like to. But you can also put some uh, or, some Orishas uh, language words in the middle of it to create this connection and relationship with with the Orishas. 
So that's that's the idea of this uh, dictionary inside the book. So you can grab some some words in Yoruba in the sacred language and put this in your enchantments. And what did you say about you know that old like witch tale stuff where they they say you're gonna get back ten times if you don't do it right, like say if you do a spell and uh-huh. what uh-huh. is that's a tricky. That's that's a tricky question. That's a tricky question, and I'm going to answer this for myself, not not as a priest, but as a person. Okay. I sincerely don't believe in it. I don't believe that nature or gods or goddesses are going to punish us if we do something uh, wrong. If we do something bad, yeah, I believe in the in the divine justice. So if we do something bad, we must be punished. But if we do something wrong, I don't, I, I, I cannot worship a God that punishes me. If I did something for not knowing the right way to do so. But life is there. We will, and, and life, uh, I, what's the word? The consequences of life must be faced. And that has nothing to do with spirits, with orishas, with God, or with the devil. I love These are that. all yes. life consequences. So we yes. must think before choosing. We must think before acting. We must think before, uh, before saying. Because if we think right, most probably we will choose, do, say, act, or, <laughs> or perform right. Correct. If we don't, well, face life consequences. Deal with this. It's kind of, a, it feels like it's the intention behind every action. So exactly. if you're intending to do an action on purpose to hurt someone, there's going to be consequences for that. Exactly. Exactly. If and I like that because that's, we all have, like you said, we all have consequences of life. None of us are immune to it. But I, and I also am very passionate about justice. So I like when people say there is a divine justice because it helps relieve my fear. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, for it, it, there is going to be a divine justice that happens one way or another that we don't yeah. have to our mind with trying to be the judge and the jury mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the world just have the best intention you can exactly if you and also you know if you have uh if you did do something you know you're the only human you know you have to take the consequence of that sometimes exactly. there's a lesson in that you know and that's the thing we we only learn by uh i don't like to use this word, but we only we only learn throughout suffering. No one learns when everything is right. No one grows when everything is right. If everything is right, I, I used to say this for uh, for people that come to me to to uh, read an oracle. Uh, of course, you have a problem. You don't need to tell, uh, and, and you can try to 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 uh, to. Uh, to lie to yourself that, oh, everything is great. If everything was great, you would be at the beach taking uh, a sun bath, drinking a beer, enjoying your life. You wouldn't be at a temple looking for help. 
No one goes to an oracle. No one goes to a therapist. No one goes to a doctor if everything is right. So we only learn and we only grow through all difficulties. Yes. What we must see and we must understand is what's, what lesson these or that difficulty have to, to teach us. Because if, if we don't get that, we will always repeat and repeat and repeat the same mistake again. Because usually, of course, there are some bad people in the world. There are some bad situations that we cannot control. But basically, everything that happens to us uh, is our choice. We are responsible for basically anything that happens to us. If we don't get control over what happens, we absolutely have control of how we feel and how we react about that. For example, I cannot control someone that betrays me. Yeah. That's the other person's actions and choices in life, okay. But I can, I can control and I can choose if I will pass weeks and years uh, crying and uh, feeling sorry for myself. Oh, they did me bad. Oh, they did me bad. Oh, they betrayed me. Oh, poor of me, poor of me. Or I can try to look to myself and say, okay, where did I, what did I, did I did wrong? Did I give too much, too much, too much trust for someone that I didn't know well? Did I open myself too much when I should uh, preserve me? You know that that kind of self reflection, self uh, self thinking, and self analysis. This is the key to happiness. When we understand that we can control the consequences of our life by controlling our choices. We can, we, that's how we find happiness. And that, that's how we can create a direct connection with the Orishas. Because, and people in Brazil are going to, uh, to scream us maybe because of this, but there is one major goal for the Orishas in our life. And there is some, uh, one major reason that someone can and should look for the Orisha's power, the Orisha's faith, and the Orisha's magic to be happy and to be prosper. Prosperity is not all about money. And when we talk about prosperity, people almost, almost I, I, I always think, oh, he's saying that people should look the Orisha's to become rich. No, that's not the thing. But you must have Orisha in your life to achieve happiness and to achieve prosperity, to be able to recognize the value and not the cost of the things that you have and that you go through. You know, that's it's the, abundance, you know, abundance. Exactly. And, so, yeah, it's, it's a different value other than rich. It's abundance. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. that abundance can be love. It can be exactly, exactly. Be family, you know, exactly. Some people have like a lack in something that they've always wanted. You know, I always felt like I had a lack of family and uh, I was always kind of sad about that. And I, and I thought, well, I'm not going to get more family. You know, I don't, I'm not going to get more brothers and sisters at this point and things like that. 
And I went and got my DNA done, and I found three brothers and sisters. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now I have, five, I have five siblings, and it's so funny. But So, you, you know, I had to learn that. I don't, yes, I could still have the things that I thought were completely unattainable. Mm -hmm. And you can, and you can increase this love. You can increase this bond with them and yeah. learn with their experiences, learn with their history, learn with their, with their love for you. Yeah. And this is abundance. And so this I is a, richness. I have, a, I have a question about a lot of people are asking me lately because there is turmoil being felt you know from that you know after covid it just really shook the leaves out of the trees <laughs> but uh, as in like our fears and our anxiety and about division and politics and all kinds of stuff is there you know i get a lot asked a lot about the light and the dark and like what's going on right now and is there some sort of a a force be outside of ourselves that is kind of been heightened in a different way right now that you might have be aware of? No, I, I don't think like this. I think we are all being, uh, being proved, been, uh, put, uh, put in proof, you know, because all this, especially in politics, in Brazil, we have almost the same uh, dichotomy, almost the same uh, struggles that uh the u uh, that america faced with uh them trump in power uh in in, in uh, while president so this i don't know the best word for the separation and yeah the division yeah division thank you we face this in brazil with the current president which is a fascist president we must say the, the truth but he's there and at least 50 percent of the population vote for him in brazil the the uh, election system is different, so we had uh, almost fifty percent of uh, of uh, electors voting for him, and we must respect that choice. But, and that's a big uh, that's a big key here. That's a. I, I I believe that this is a gods or orishas that we must face the truth so how can I befriend and relate and uh, have uh, intimate connection with someone that's that defends a, a fascist yes and most of the situations I, I've passed I pass by this this kind of things in, in inside my family. Of course, we we knew people were like that, but we did we choose not to see. We choose not to face the truth. Oh, it's my cousin, it's my father, it's my mother, it's my uh, anyone. Now the truth is all open there, and people are showing them themselves, and we have the opportunity to choose what we want to our lives, what kind of people we want for our lives, so we, what vibrations and what uh, uh, environment we want to, to build in our, in, in our intimate lives. And that's a, a very hard proof 
because at the same time that I really believe that we have this opportunity, I sadly see that a lot of people doesn't have the enough strength enough strength to do these choices. Yes. So so they sadly choose to to keep living in a toxic environment, in a uh, toxic relationship, or in a uh, mis uh, misogynic or uh, uh, I, I really don't know this uh, political words in English, but all this yes. damn stuff we must face, all this selfish of of people around, because unfortunately they are not strong enough yet. Yes. And maybe this yet is the key. Yet. I agree. Yet. We can only make change when the truth comes out. Exactly. And I feel like exactly. that's sort of a little bit what the shaking of the leaves was on both. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And now we, you're right. You know, it was, it was always there, but people would pretend that it wasn't. And so now maybe in the truth, we can kind of help, you know, see what the truth is, where our choices are, are and help each other align better because, you know, we're all in this together, really, you know, exactly. you know, so I really appreciated talking with you today. And this is Sacred Leaves by Llewellyn Public Newsman, which I love Llewellyn. And it's fascinating if we, I mean, this is a very detailed, I mean, this is your life's work isn't here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is my last 15 years of Uh, live faith and research in a book. <laughs> I really appreciated uh, you today. I mean, I'm I want to not do my salt baths anymore. <laughs> I'm an empath, and I was I was actually wanting to ask you about that, so I'm really excited to get some answers about it. But uh, I actually am going to do a little bit of reading and some of my own little things here, and you know, maybe great back to you on how those went but thank you so much thank you thank so, you gina it was a pleasure being with you i i love being with you and for everybody that is hearing and listening you can always follow me or look for me in google and amazon or instagram diego de ochozzi and i'm all here all open to help you anyway and any way i can thank you much love to you you too bye bye thank you If you enjoyed this episode, you can find us online at theliberatedhealer.com, on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast, or on Facebook at The Liberated Healer. Give us a follow, subscribe, send us a message if you so feel, and thank you for your support. Yes.